Welcome to Caskets and Cocktails, Memoirs of a Cemetery Dude. Get ready for a hilarious dive into the world of death care where cemetery industry veteran Mr. Danny and his daughter Katie will answer all those crazy questions you've been dying to ask. Go ahead and pour yourself a drink, pull up a rocking chair and get ready for some laughs because we guarantee caskets and cocktails will be the last ones to let you down. Welcome to Caskets and Cocktails. I'm Katie Leverett. I'm Danny Faulkner. I'm her daddy. And we are super excited. It's our third episode, Daddy. Can you believe that? Time flies when Time. you're having fun. It sure does. And guess what? We are getting more and more and more listeners. Really? Yes. We're, wow. We're averaging like a little over 100 listeners our first couple episodes. So hopefully all of you guys that are listening, you are sharing with your friends you're subscribing, you're following us on social media, because um, I hope that you love it, and we're having so much fun. I'm loving it. Don't be selfish. Share. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've gotten that advice from him once or twice, and I'm glad somebody else is getting it now. <laughs> but we are just um, having so much fun doing this, and one of the things that I love to think about is like all of the crazy things that happen actually in this cemetery. So I know of a ton of stories that you've shared with me growing up, but um, what is one that really kind of sticks out in your mind? <laughs> one, I guess, one of the things I guess that really sticks out in my mind in that we were a small company. We were a small cemetery company. And I had to do the books on Saturday and check through all of the reports and all of that sort of stuff, balance the checkbooks and mm -hmm. all that kind of crap. And uh, <laughs> uh, so I had a small office building on the cemetery and uh, my office when I sat in my chair, was to the back of the cemetery, was facing back to the cemetery. And uh, so one Saturday, and it was in the fall, mm -hmm. uh, I heard, um, I was working away and trying to get everything pulled together, and I kept hearing, Sounds like a ghost. Well, that's what I was thinking. I'm thinking, <laughs> oh, Lord, all these stories about ghosts are real. <laughs> and uh, they were making all kinds of, it was making all kinds of noise. And it was getting louder. And I was thinking, oh, hell, what is this? Oh, my goodness. Did you stay in your seat or did I you, like, jump up? I stood up and I looked out the window just as a hot air balloon crash oh my into God. the cemetery. And uh, the basket crashed, and I saw the guy go down in the basket. I was going to ask, was there somebody in it? Yeah, yeah. He was in there. He was standing up in there. And uh, so uh, he, he fell down inside. Well, the wind blew the balloon over to the side. Oh, no. And uh, it just took it. I mean, it took it like a rocket almost. You're 
it, it was going across the cemetery, just bouncing up what, and down. Had he fallen out? I mean, it's like, no, what is was, it, like a little basket It's or like a big basket. It's like a big wicker basket. How big are they? I'm thinking oh, like... like maybe four foot by four foot oh, by four foot. I oh, mean, my goodness. It's a big basket. It's maybe... Like being four, in a playpen or something. Yeah, exactly. And it may be four foot high. You oh, know? wow. So it hit him about his chest. Uh-huh. And he fell down. And uh, as the this thing went across the cemetery, and I'm talking, it was two hundred yards. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was going, and it wasn't about to stop. And it was knocking up markers. Knock <gasps> markers were flying up in the air. So I mean, we're talking about a lot of pressure. Oh my goodness! And because uh, those things are. Really anchored in there. And they're very anchored in there, and they're very heavy. Yeah. And whoever was in there was getting hurt. Oh my gosh! That's what I'm thinking. I mean, all, uh, like a marker. Everybody probably thinks about cemeteries, the old cemeteries with like the big tombstones. Oh yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. No, mine were flat bronze markers, but still, I mean, they weighed probably. 300 pounds. Oh my gosh. I mean, and he was hitting them and knocking them up in the <gasps> air and all this stuff. And he went on and on. And I had a section of my cemetery that had a big hedge. Uh huh. And finally, he skated across one of my roads and across another garden and hit this big hedge and he stopped. Did you think well, he was dead? Well, I took off running as soon as I saw him because I that's what I thought. Yeah. I thought that this was a dead guy. And uh And you're not usually used to dead guys on that side of no, the ground, huh? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, you bring them to me in a box, not in a basket. Yeah. Uh but uh anyway, so he I got there and he started I saw him kind of milling around. And I kept hearing other noises. Mm -hmm. And I said, are you okay? And he looked at me and I heard this voice said, yeah, just get this son of a bitch off of me. <gasps> oh my God, there was another person? There were three other people. You are kidding. And oh they were God. down in the bottom <laughs> and this guy was standing up stomping all over them. <laughs> and so uh, I helped them get out. And this big, huge balloon is just kind of like flopping in the wind, you know? Um, and uh, so I helped him get out. And is I the got, thing, doesn't it have like a big fire thing? Was yeah, it but still it, on it, fire? No, or? it was not. They had evidently run out of gas. Maybe that's why they fell. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, he anyway, so I'm getting these guys out, and there were four of them. And they were beat to hell. That's tight quarters, like a yeah. four, four adults standing in a little uh, playpen. Yeah, exactly. And well, I don't. They think, must have really wanted to go on a hot air balloon ride. I don't <laughs> think that they meant to crash. <laughs> oh yeah, that's I true. Think that, I think that was total accident. <laughs> but uh, I looked up, and over the hill of the cemetery comes this pickup truck. Uh -huh. It's got this big rack on top of it, and. He was fast. I mean, he was in a hurry. And he came down, and he came right where we were, and he stopped 
on the street, thankfully, he didn't pull out mm -hmm. onto the cemetery. And uh, he said, are you guys all right? And I said, I said, who are you? <laughs> and he said, oh, I'm their tracking truck. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I said, well, where the, where the hell have you been? <laughs> and he said, I've been tracking them. <laughs> and uh, so uh, I take them back into the uh, office. I took the four people back in the office. And I left this one guy there to tear the balloon down and load it all up and mm -hmm. all this sort of stuff. And evidently, it's a two- or three-man job because... I, went, I took him in there, and we washed off all the blood and all the skin up places. We put alcohol on them and uh -huh. mercuricum, whatever I could find in the right. first aid Now, day. is it just you there on yeah, Saturday? Yeah, I'm just there. I'm by myself. <laughs> so I'm there's by myself. nobody else there. Me and four beat-up guys in a hot air balloon crash. Oh, my God. And uh, <laughs> so I got them all, I guess, patched up. And uh, there was probably one or two of them that should have gone to the hospital, but they were tough hot air balloon crashes. Oh, guys, so. believe me, if I'm in a hot air balloon crash, <laughs> even if I just like scrape my knee, you better believe I'm having like a CT scan. <laughs> I'm getting the works done. Oh, yeah. I, I would, would be too. scared to death. I mean, think about all of the pressure that thing hitting the ground. Just oh, God. <laughs> And, and two, all the pressure of it hitting all those markers. Oh, my God. You know, I mean, they were bouncing. It was like a 45-second car crash Ugh. where they were bouncing all around, bouncing them around. And, got and of course, it was rattan or wicker, you know. Oh, no. So they were rubbing up against it, and every time oh. they rub up against it, they just... Tore the hide off. Oh. Of them, you know? <laughs> they had scrapes and cuts, and uh, they weren't they weren't happy. Uh huh. They weren't happy. So we walked back to where the guy was was trying to load up all of the hot air balloon stuff. Uh huh. And uh, he was he he hadn't even made a dent in it. Uh huh. And uh, so I got these four cripple guys and me and the the tracker truck uh -huh. and we pulled the hot air balloon out and we took it apart. I'd never taken a hot so air balloon So these apart. beat up guys are out there having yes. to drag this damn balloon. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh my they just got through. I mean, they almost died. <laughs> Not a minute ago. And, <laughs> and they're out here in this tracker truck guy is making him do all this work. I'd have told him to go to hell. You're fired. Yeah. You, sir, are fired. Get me another tracker truck guy. <laughs> but uh, they, uh, we, we pulled all of this out and folded it up and rolled it up. And uh, I, I said, and they were thanked me for getting them all fixed up and everything. And I said, well, I appreciate that. I really do. However, mm -hmm. if you happen to follow the track of where you drug across my cemetery, you've caused a lot of damage. Oh my gosh, because a marker's oh, very expensive. Oh, hundreds of dollars. Uh -huh. Hundreds of dollars. And uh, I said, I want everybody's driver's license. I want everybody's insurance cards. I, want, I don't care. I want, I want your address. I want your phone numbers. I want everything. Mm -hmm. 
So I got all of that stuff. I all and I got the tracker truck guys too. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so I took all of the the pictures of everything, the copies of everything, and uh, wrote everything down. And uh, yeah, what do you I do? Mean, Call I mean, the police and be like, there was a hot air balloon crash. Well, in my I secretary? didn't know. Why I not? Did, what do I you didn't do? Know. I didn't call the police. Yeah. Because I had their insurance, and I'd yeah. rather have their insurance than have the police. Right. And uh, so anyway, this was on a Saturday, and Monday, I started calling the insurance people. Mm-hmm. And said, you know, there's damage to the cemetery. Explained it all to them. They, they were just like real quiet. The insurance people? Yeah. They were real quiet. Like I was really like jacking with them or something. Yeah. yeah. And I said, look, I've got, <clears throat> I've got all these guys' names and phone numbers. All this stuff. And we've got some damage here and I want somebody to fix it. And I'm not going to. Uh-huh. And uh, the first insurance guy said, well, I'm not going to either. (laughs) (laughs) And the second insurance guy said, well, oh, I need a copy of the police report. I said, well, I didn't call the police. Who calls the police on a hot air balloon? You know, I mean, what is he going to do? Rodney Kingham or Billy Batum or what are they going to do? You know, I mean, so uh, anyway, uh, it turned out that it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. Oh, well, that's good. Uh, but it did cost me about $1,000. And uh, those five guys uh-huh. all gave me $200 oh, well, to cover my cost. Oh, well, that was nice. They, yeah, because, I mean... I, I mean, did, they did crash into your cemetery. They did, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I did, you know, give them alcohol and mercuricum and iodine mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And you did that for free. I didn't ask for a dime. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, that was uh, one of the more odd thing that happened in the cemetery. That's pretty odd. That's not as odd as it gets, I think. But they paid me, and and we got everything fixed. And, you know, in two or three weeks, nobody ever knew that we'd had a a flying aircraft craft crash into the 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 cemetery but that's odd i thought yeah that's that's super odd i have a question were they like did they pay to go on this hot air balloon ride or were they all like hot air balloon buddies and they just like i think they were like a club a hot air balloon (laughs) club yeah and uh you know like Bob had the hot air balloon, uh-huh. you know, and Bill and Tom and Roy uh-huh. uh, were just like taggers on. I know, but that seems like awful close quarters to be like, well, maybe let's all were, like go you know, in the hot air balloon together. Let's all stand around. Up until that point, I think they were pretty well good friends. (laughs) (laughs) Until until Bob started stomping around on them. And they said, get this son of a bitch off of me. But, uh, you know, and I think it kind of went downhill after that. And then they all had to pay me 200 bucks. And uh, it was was interesting. It was interesting. Yeah. Now, 
would you want to go on a hot air balloon ride? No, hell no. No. Uh -uh. I don't think no. I ever do after hearing no. that story. I don't well, even know if I want to go to one of those, like, fairs where you see the hot air balloons. You know, they have them where they have all the beautiful hot air balloons. Oh, I yeah. mean, those sound Well, you know, dangerous. I think that, it, to me, I'm just a big coward, first of all, <laughs> you know, uh, about stuff like that. I think if they're tethered to the ground with a rope, uh -huh. And I can go up, straight up, maybe 50 feet or 60 feet. And I yeah. look around and go, oh, isn't this cool? And take uh -huh. a couple of pictures. And then they pull the rope down. Oh, okay, okay, you know? I gotcha. But if I'm just floating around in the air and I'm waiting on some asshole with a, with a <laughs> handlebar mustache, <laughs> ain't happening. In the tracker truck? <laughs> yeah, in a guy in a tracker truck named Roy. Just a hey, hey, I'm Roy the tracker truck guy. Oh, uh, my God. So, I, you know, it's not for me. You know, I'd rather... I'd rather have my two feet on the ground I, and just wave at them as they passed overhead <laughs> saying, please don't crash in my cemetery. <laughs> so we got an email that I wanted to read. It is from Paulette, and she is a murderino. Do you know oh, what that is? I have no idea. Okay, so... Sounds awful close to a murderer. Well, it's somebody who likes to hear stories, like, kind of about it. There's a, there's another really? podcast. It's a little podcast called it, My Favorite Murder. And it's got, like, what, like a million listeners or yeah, something? Yeah, basically, <laughs> basically, like a gazillion listeners. Yeah. But Paulette likes our show as well, which I think is Whoa, awesome. I'm beginning to like Paulette. I know, she's pretty cool. Yeah, I like her already. I like her already. Yeah, and I think you're going to like her a little bit more because she said um, she found us because I shared us on a My Favorite Murder page. Um, but she said, I love the concept of your podcast, and I always just love listening to an old southern gentleman's voice, too. What the hell does she mean old? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, maybe she meant, like, just southern gentlemen. Oh, maybe that's what she meant. Oh, oh, oh. I bet oh, that's what it was. Okay. Well, then, I, okay, I like her. Then. There is a sweet smiley face. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I like sweet smiley faces. So, Paulette wants to know, based on the phrase, six feet under, are people really buried six feet under the ground? Is there a strict rule around it having to be a minimum of six feet? And why does it have to be six feet? And while I'm asking these questions about the geometry of cemeteries, is there a minimum of space in between the graves? I think that's awesome. She's awful nosy. <laughs> Paula is a smarty pants. I love she it. Is. She I, is. I'm excited to hear this because, uh, frankly, I have, you know, I've watched that show Six Feet Under, but I guess it never registered with me. Uh, that. Well, well, I don't know what the hell to answer. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, uh, Six Feet Under comes from... Um, um, early 1900s and before. Okay. Uh, the embalming techniques were not good. 
Mm-hmm. All right? Mm-hmm. And in some cases, they were not at all. Ew. And they would dig the hole six feet deep, mm-hmm. and they would put rocks in there. Mm-hmm. Okay? And then rocks on top to keep wild animals from digging down and eating oh. the bodies. Oh, my God. That is horrific. Hey, don't blame me. Blame her. She asked. Ugh. <laughs> So, uh, uh, that's where the term six feet under came. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you died, you were buried six feet under. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, in today, uh, with modern embalming techniques, even without modern embalming techniques, with uh, the modern way that cemeteries are operated, mm-hmm. uh we dig the grave about 58 inches, mm-hmm. okay? Six feet is 72 inches. We dig about 58 inches, 59 inches, something like that. Mm-hmm. So we're right at five feet. Mm-hmm. They're concrete. A lot of the uh, memorial park cemeteries, a lot of c- cemeteries for maintenance reasons are requiring vaults, concrete vaults. Mm-hmm. So, when you put a casket in a concrete vault and you lower it down to, say, five feet, mm-hmm. okay, that gives you 12 inches of dirt on top, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. 12 inches of dirt on top are going to weigh, oh, probably... 1,200 pounds. Oh, my God. I'm having, like, panic attacks about thinking about being under dirt. Ugh. Uh, well, I mean... I mean, you're dead. I won't you know, won't, You right? won't know about it. I promise. Ugh. You won't know anything about it. And uh, you need 12 inches of dirt for grass to grow. Okay. And all we care is enough dirt on top for grass to grow. If they have uh, uh some sort of grass that grows in less than that, then we'd dig less than that. Mm-hmm. Because the deeper you dig, the more cost it is as far as labor costs, machine costs, and things of that nature. And nobody's getting down there anyway because you're sealed up in that cement vault. Y- correct. You're okay. sealed up and ain't nothing getting to you. Mm-hmm. No bugs, no animals. No nothing. No water, no nothing. Nothing's getting to you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you don't have to be six feet under, thankfully. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to be covered up in rock to keep coyotes from digging down there and getting you. Oh, my God. So all of that is in the, what is it, 19th century. Mm-hmm. All that's in the 19th century, the early 20th century. But... We are currently in the 21st century, mm-hmm. so we don't have to worry about anything like that. Well, that's good. Now, she did say, ask about, like, the size. Like, is it a certain width that you purchase? Like, how, what's when the you, space when, in between? When it, de- it depends on the particular garden, which there are requirements as far as headstones are concerned. Mm-hmm. If you're in an upright garden... Some stump, some spaces are ten feet long. Wait, what's an upright garden like? They uh, like, bury you like feet down, no, head up. No, 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 no. The upright stone. 
Oh, like a like a, like a tombstone, tombstone that right. you think about normally. Yeah, with some of those spaces are ten feet long, so the tombstone can sit on there, and you can still dig a grave without moving the tombstone. Mm, gotcha. Some of the gardens are eight foot long mm-hmm. because the vault is right at seven feet. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they want to dig enough room to where they've got enough to adjust the vault down in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, between the spaces, mm-hmm. that is dependent on the cemetery you go to, too. Okay. Like if you go to the National Cemetery, veterans mm-hmm. go to National Cemeteries, there is no space between. I was going to say, they seem so close when you yeah. see the pictures the, of the... The vaults go jam up against each other. Just jam, jam, wow. jam, jam, jam. You go to Memorial Gardens, there's generally, generally, a four-inch wall between the spaces. Okay. So, it... Keeps the integrity of each space depending on when you're digging. Mm-hmm. Now you go to uh, uh, some old country churches. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they don't they don't have a clue. Mm-hmm. They just say dig right here and you dig there and and you don't know if you're six inches or a foot or two inches or whatever. So. They don't keep the records that modern cemeteries do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So in order to, and I don't know that I answered her question, but I, it's it's uh, uh, dependent on where you're buried. Mm-hmm. It's dependent on how you're buried. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a, a lot of a lot of cemeteries vary between. Uh, length of graves to eight feet, eight six, mm-hmm. uh, ten feet, uh, depending on what kind of marker you're having. Mm-hmm. A lot of separation depends on uh, uh, is four inches to six inches, mm-hmm. you know, depending on where you're buried. Right. And the depth is always around. 48, 49 inches, maybe sometimes 60 inches if you've got a new person that's digging. So six feet under is so last century, right? So century before last. Oh, okay. So even further back. (laughs) Yeah. Century before last. Remember, we're in 21st century. That's right. That's right. Oh, my gosh. Well, that is super interesting because I've always heard six feet under, and yeah. I, I think everyone always has. So well, you know, there was there's always the term like when people are driving on uh, curvy mountain roads, they'll say, "Well, you know, you don't want to go deep six. Well, deep six is you you go off the side of the road and you die, and you buried six feet under. Oh, so I didn't know that. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of terms about six feet. And it's just not true. Well, Paulette, that was that was an awesome question, Paulette. Way to go, Paulette. Now, um, one of the things that they say on her favorite podcast is uh, stay sexy and don't get murdered. So, Paulette. Wow. SSDGM. What? Yeah. We'll just let that sit, sit with Mr. Danny for a little bit. Sex. I'll have to show. I'll have to show him how to use. Uh, Podcasts. <laughs> SSDGM. 
<laughs> wow. Hey, listen, Paulette, don't get murdered. Come back and listen to us. Subscribe to us. Tell all your friends to subscribe to us. We're depending on you, Paulette. This whole show depends on you. Well, don't, don't feel pressure, Paulette. We, we depend on everybody, and we appreciate everybody listening to us. This was just an op awesome episode, Daddy. I mean, I am... I had to pause it, you guys, because I was crying tears. I was laughing so hard. So, this was a good one. <laughs> all right. I hope all of you guys like it. I hope you tell your friends about it. And I hope you all subscribe. How's that? Absolutely. We're at Caskets and Cocktails on almost all social media platforms. And um, be sure to subscribe. That's how we get our listeners. And thank you guys so much. And, um... I can't, I'm so glad I get to do this with you, Daddy. This has been so much fun. It's it's great fun. It's great fun, and I'm glad that other people enjoy it. Yeah. Well, um, until next time, guys, and we just really appreciate it. Hey, listen, subscribe. <laughs>